Hello and welcome to the latest Culture Birth and Kinross podcast, Unrivaled, Unconventional, Unrestricted. In this season we're talking to the key players involved in creating the exhibitions Ferguson and Icons 2, John Bellany. For this episode I'm sitting down with Collections Officer Amy Fairley, who took the lead in creating the exhibition Ferguson, which is currently on at Perth Museum and Art Gallery. So hi Amy, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, how are you? I'm good. So let's just get started. Can you tell us just a bit about your uh, job role and the type of work that you do with CPK? Sure. So I'm one of the collections officers at CPK. Um, I look after the fine art and applied art collections. My specialist background is more in silver and decorative art, but I've been working at the Ferguson Gallery now since 2013. So I'd like to think I know a fair bit about Ferguson and his life. Well, I think that's why we've got you along today. Um, So we're going to be chatting about the latest exhibition at Perth Museum and Art Gallery, which is Ferguson. Now, we already have the Ferguson Gallery, so why are we having a Ferguson exhibition at Perth Museum and Art Gallery? We thought this would be an ideal opportunity to introduce Ferguson to his new home at Perth Museum and Art Gallery, um, where he'll be joining the works that form part of the permanent collection that we look after as part of Culture Perth and Kinross and we wanted to allow people the opportunity to come to the exhibition and see him in his new surroundings and I think the space in Gallery 1 just shows off the works absolutely brilliantly. Um, You have a chance to see them and view them from a distance which I don't feel that you really get the opportunity to do at the Ferguson Gallery. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, when you see Ferguson's works in PMAG uh, it's there. There's so much more light, and it's the, like you said. You can just stand back, and you can just look at the paintings. And they and deserve to have that space, I think, just to really show them off to their. Yeah, definitely. And then with with this Ferguson exhibition, um, so what sort of work have we got on display in it? So the exhibition itself really looks at Ferguson's work right from when he started painting. Um, in plain air, um, so when he was a young man, and so we have really early examples of his oil paintings and sketches. Um, The sketches themselves aren't on display, they will be coming up in a future exhibition. But for now, um, it really looks at more of his um, evolution of his oil painting style for right from the beginning of the sort of 1890s, really um, right up to the late 1950s um, when he died, of course, in 1961. So it really does give you a great overview of the development of his style from his early 20s right up until he was an old man painting into his his 80s. And I think that's something quite interesting about Ferguson is he was quite relentless when it came to painting. He seems to have churned out works. He was prolific, yes. (laughs) Um, And he always, he carried a small tobacco tin which he was able to fit in some paints, a paintbrush and a small palette. So the very early oil paintings you'll see, and um, they fitted into this tobacco tin, which he carried around with him. So he was able to paint spontaneously while he was out and about and capture things that took his imagination. And um, then he was able to use these as inspiration as well for larger canvases, which he would then work up in the studio at a later date. Mm-hmm. And then I think with this exhibition as well, there is there is a few sort of old favorites that people are like big fans of in the, that, that have been on display in the Ferguson Gallery and it is quite refreshing to see them in PMAG, don't you agree? I absolutely agree. It's so nice to be able to see them, like we were just mentioning earlier, being given that room to breathe and to be able to view them from a distance as well and really take in the full effect and impact that the works have. And then with the exhibition, is there some works that are haven't been on display before or they've not really had the chance to kind of shine? Most of the works that we have on display have at one point or another been 
on display in, in Perth, not necessarily at the Perth Museum and Art Gallery, though. And I think this is why it's such a nice opportunity to be able to come and view all these works together. We've had the collection now since the 1990s, and the works have all had a chance to be on display. Some more often than others, there's certainly favourites within the, the collection, and people in Perth come time and time again to see these paintings because they really are quite spectacular and especially when it's a dark horrible winter day it's so nice to go into the gallery and get a pop of colour which just is really quite special. Yeah definitely and um, do you have a particular favourite Ferguson work that's on display at the moment? My favourites tend to swing and I change depending on my mood but at the moment I would say that the painting of Anne Estelle Rice titled Le Manteau Chinois is my favourite. Um, Anne Estelle Rice was an American illustrator and she was sent over by Wanamaker's magazine to capture the Paris fashions and send back pictures of the the dresses and styles of, of fashion of the day of the day and she and Ferguson met um, and fell in love and they were together for quite a number of years until he met Margaret Morris um, who then became his muse um, but it's not all dim and gloom because shortly after she and Ferguson split, she went on to marry herself um, and she had a son. So I think she was quite happy. Um, mm-hmm. I think Anastelle Rice, she's a, she's an artist in her own right as well. She, there's a few works on display. Yes, there's one, um, the Cote d'Azur, which is in our collection by Anastelle Rice. And she really was a fantastic artist and she became really well known and respected as, as a fauve artist. Um, which is really quite something because there were very few female artists that were painting in that style and the fact that she embraced the the fauve aesthetic and then ran with it is really quite interesting and important in its in itself and I think I think that's something that's quite good as well is that we do sort of shine a spotlight at um, Culture Perth and Ken Ross on artists that might not have been celebrated at the time, you know, so we give them a space for their work to kind of be shown. I think that's really good. Um, one of the things with this exhibition that you can't really get away from is there are some fantastic loans that we have. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Bit, bit, bit sizzle for a later episode as well. There are most certainly some fantastic loans. We were so fortunate to be able to work with Tate, the National Gallery in London and MGS in, in Edinburgh, um, who've kindly loaned us Peplo and a really, really interesting Ferguson work called Tin Openers, which I think was the only sort of foray that he made into work or emulating work by the Vortices. So we know that he was aware of Wyndham Lewis and his work. Um, he was, of course, one of the leading vorticists of the time. And Ferguson attended Morris's clubs in Chelsea, and we know that Wyndham Lewis was there as well. So I think this really small but fantastic work shows the influence of um, the vorticists. And, and though they didn't really have a huge impact and he didn't, follow that style um, on, it does show that he was experimenting with with it in the small painting. We also have a fantastic work um, by Peplo and Ferguson and Peplo we know holidayed together and worked very closely together. They set up their canvases and were painting side by side and this small oil painting which sits so nicely um, next to Paris Plage which shows Anastelle Rice um, at the beach. They, they really are just, it's a fantastic work. And then, of course, we have uh, Greta Moll by Henri Matisse and The Pool of London by André Duran, um, two works by 
the key players in what was known as um, the Fauve movement, um, which sort of started around about 1905 following a really incredible exhibition in which they burst onto the scenes in Paris with a completely new artistic style that was quite unlike anything had ever anyone had ever seen. And they were massive influences in, in the work of Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the main thing for me is, I think it's absolutely fantastic. You can see these names, Matisse, Duran, Peplo, in Perth at a free museum. And, you know, you don't have to queue for ages. You don't have to go down to London. You know, there's a chance to get up close and personal with these paintings. And I think a lot of people kind of really appreciate that as well. And I think for us, it's I think it's fantastic we're able to work so closely with our partners like Down South and bring these paintings into into the city for people to see for free. And hopefully it's the start of some really fruitful relationships which will bring even more fantastic works to Perth um, and allow people that aren't able to travel to London or out with the city the opportunity to see some artworks by really, really incredibly important artists. And I think we'll probably go back to chat about these big loans in a future episode in more detail. We certainly will. Yeah. Great. I can't wait. Amy, thank you very much for your time. If you're in Perth, you can see Ferguson at the Perth Museum and Art Gallery, which is open from Tuesday to Saturday, 10am till 5pm. Ferguson is on until February the 29th, 2020, and is completely free. You can find out more about the work that Culture Perth and Convince does at www.culturepk.org.uk. Thanks for listening.